Because I've been to, I want to say five grocery stores. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Dollar General is included in grocery stores, and I can find no eggs. Mm. I know we just had a holiday, but five grocery stores and I can't find no eggs. It's, it got me thinking: like, is there a shortage of roosters or hens? Like. Do they need like rooster Viagra or hen Viagra? Like what's really going on? Because I, I mean, you know, I can, I can set them up, you know, and make a little couple of rooster pornos or something and get them all into the mood. This way we can have some more eggs because I don't recall ever hearing about a rooster and hen shortage. Like, them, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Where the hell is the eggs at? And then I went to Publix. And they had eggs, but the eggs were $7 a carton. Was these golden eggs? They were silver. They had some diamonds on them. <laughs> I mean, Rooster might have been strutting his stuff. He might have been a, a tough rooster. Like, yeah, look at these eggs. Yeah, you want these eggs, don't you? But they shouldn't have been no damn $7. I. You know what? It was at that moment, besides knowing I had messed up, I turned around in the grocery store and I could see the look on everybody's face that was behind me was like, yeah, dude, ain't no way. It ain't no way. And and you could see the disappointment as I walked out the store. Everybody's like, oh, is he going to be OK? Because I was like, I just want some eggs tomorrow for breakfast. Oh, but yeah, so I could have very easily bought me some cage free eggs that were actually cheaper, <laughs> that were actually cheaper than the regular eggs and could have been really happy with those, but I did. So today, <laughs> great segue, right? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about how a lot of people in the world currently are not satisfied with what they have. Like they're, they're really upset and not happy about how things are going. And I know it's been a lot of craziness out here in the world. And it's been a lot of things that make people say, you know what? I don't care about none of this no more. I just want to just do this, that, and the third. And they're not really paying attention to the actual blessings or the actual things that they have in their life that's actually working and functioning and focusing on that. So that's going to be the conversation for the day. All right. Get into <laughs> it. Like I was saying earlier about these damn eggs, I could have very easily went ahead and bought the cage-free eggs. But because of me being focused on just wanting regular eggs, I was so focused on that $7 price that I could have just very easily just grabbed that carton up above it that was cage free that was only four dollars mm-hmm. it was only four dollars yeah cute yeah i don't know but that's the way i feel that people are nowadays like they look at 
what they really want to do and they, they think about it and, and I want to do that. And then something gets in their way and they say, you know what? I don't want to do nothing. Yeah. But right there on the backside of that was something even greater that was cage free. That was a blessing to them, you know, but they didn't focus on that or even look at that and see that that was a blessing. They was like, I don't want no cage free eggs. Yeah. I mean, I've been like that too. It's like in our minds, sometimes we want what we want. And sometimes when we don't get what we want, we don't even see that there's a, another option. Like we just forget that there's other options. I, I go to a restaurant and I swear to you, I will order the same thing at the same restaurant because I want that me particular too. thing from that restaurant. And one guy, he saw me. He saw me go over to Sonic's and get the tea. And he was like, why didn't you get our tea? I said, because I like their tea. <laughs> and he was like, our tea is good too. I was like, but I asked you for your tea. <laughs> so he, he gave me a he free He called tea. you out. <laughs> He gave me his tea and he was like, see, I was like, you know what? Your tea is half bad. I could have got your tea. It would have saved me a trip in a few minutes on my lunch if I would have just got the tea from him. But, you know, sometimes we just focus on, we get tunnel vision. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with having tunnel vision, especially when you focus on that goal and you know that you can get to that goal and it's accessible. But sometimes there are curves and roadblocks. And my wife, me and my wife was having a discussion. She was like, one, just have one word that defines you. And I said, my word would be handling. And she kind of looked at me a little bit puzzled. And I said, let me explain. Because in the car, like in a race car or like a car, like a sports car, those cars have great handling. They can handle the curves in the road and the, and the turns and the dips and everything like that. And they stay on the road no matter what, unless you got a really bad driver. <laughs> and I said, as far as I know, I'm a really good driver. So handling is my one word for myself. It's a lot of people that can't handle those curves and those dips. Even though that goal is in sight, that, that finish line is in sight, they can't handle those curves. And all of a sudden they just go off the road because they're bad drivers. When you realize, you know, that if you would have just hopped back on that road and just kept on driving, even though you went off, you would have been at the finish line, still finished your goal. It wasn't on account of what time that you wanted it to be finished or when you wanted it to be finished, but it was still a completed goal. Same result. You would still be happy. But yeah. it's a lot of people, you know, walking around here with gray hair, talking about woulda, coulda, shoulda. No, you should have just stayed on the road. Um, I used to know a person who who had some dreams and some aspirations. And because it wasn't happening on a particular timeline, they just felt like a failure. And they threw the question at me and said, have you ever wanted to do something and were not successful at it? I said. Or have you ever had a dream and you haven't accomplished it? I said, of course, we all have something that, that is on the horizon that we're aspiring to, to achieve. And she said, so see, you're a failure too. I said, okay, what's, what's your point? I said, no. don't consider it failed until I stop trying. Correct. I haven't stopped trying yet. So if you consider yourself a failure, that tells me that you've already given up. 
And just because you've given up, don't push that mentality off on me. Because how old was the lady who played in Black Panther? That was her first acting role. And she was like in her 80s or something. And she was on one of the biggest Marvel films out there. So it's like, yeah. you're not, you're, as long as you keep aspiring and keep dreaming and keep pushing forward, you never know when it's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to be your time. But if you stop, guess what? It ain't going to be your time. It ain't going to be. <laughs> it ain't going to be. How, I mean, be? How, how, how do you know? Right. How do you know what your time is? Just because you make a timeline doesn't mean that that's going to actually be the timeline. Right. You could say you could set an alarm and I dare anybody to do this. Set an alarm every day for the same time, even on the weekends. And let me see you get up out of the bed at the exact same time. It's not going to happen, you know, and that's that's the way, you know, when you when you set those goals and them timelines, it's not going to be the exact time. But if you give up, it's never going to happen. You're never going to see that goal ever manifest right before your eyes. It's going to just dissipate into thin air. And then you can sit around and and call yourself a failure because that's one thing I'll never call myself is a failure. I might have not achieved the goal that I wanted at this moment, Mm -hmm. but I never stopped. You know, I never stopped. And, And that's that's the part that that scares a lot of people is the ability to just get back on that road and keep on going. The other thing too is I think back, like if I would achieve certain goals at a particular time where I thought I was ready, I wasn't ready. You know, if I would have achieved it too quickly, I wasn't mature enough to handle the blessing and now I would have messed that thing all up. (laughs) Like I'd be probably coked out in the corner somewhere. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes you don't get stuff at a certain time because you're just not ready for it. It's not your time yet. Like just, just keep, keep being in there. Keep, keep working on it. Keep, keep the hope alive. But if you're not ready, if you're not emotionally mature, if you're not like a lot of people want to win a million dollars, but you don't know how to manage $5. So if you get the million, what you gonna do? You gonna be broke in three days? <laughs> exactly. You're gonna be buying five houses on the same block. You know, it's or like, give it away. Give it away to the wrong family member. <laughs> exactly. Or trying to buy drugs with it and become a drug dealer when you got a million dollars. Like somebody did that. <laughs> it's like you got eighty million dollars. Why are you trying to become a drug dealer? <laughs> what, what are you doing? So sometimes you're just not ready, and sometimes you're you're not equipped. Like. Continue to work on yourself and be preparing for the thing that you want and just don't give up on what you're trying to achieve. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. You're speaking actual facts because I had that conversation with myself a while back, you know, when I first started doing, you know, thinking about the podcast, thinking about what I want to do with it, you know, coming up with all these ideas inside of my head. I said, dang, if I would have did this many years ago, I would have been far ahead right now. I would have been blah, blah, blah. And then God brought into my remembrance the the mind state that I was in many years ago. And he was like, nah, bro. (laughs) 
that that wasn't for you back then. You would have probably been right. in divorce. You would have probably been crazy out here driving crazy cars, wrecking them, probably drunk, hanging out the window. You know, your brother on the other side, busting his gun out the window. <laughs> Y'all would have been wild, you know, and then you looked at it. You would have been 40 something. You've been broke probably been to prison a bunch of times, been on TMZ with cocaine dripping out your nose or something <laughs> crazy, you know, just you wasn't in the right space. So yeah. right now is the time, you know, you got a little bit of wisdom on you. You got, you know, you, you got a family, you know what the stakes are. It, it's, it's different stakes in your mind. And I'm not saying because I got a family, I think better, but I'm just saying that's something that helped me to equip myself with a better state of mind and thinking like, hold up, these actions will cause all these actions. So right. hell no, I ain't doing it. You know? Right. It hits different when you have other people to think about who's right. depending on you. So. Right. And, and so now, you know, the timing is right for all the things that happen, you know, and I'm, ready to just keep on driving on this road whether it takes me to you know i got gray dreadlocks on the side because you know nothing grows on the top so i got gray dreadlocks on the side you know with a hat on and y'all can't really see that i don't have no dreads on the top but they coming down the side and y'all like oh that's a cool old man with gray dreadlocks and he still got his podcast and all this stuff and and q looking like she just came from out of wakanda with her gray hair and her crown on and y'all still doing it all these years like wow that's dope that's cool with me i'm happy you know what i'm saying because this is this is the road that i'm on and i'm not going to deter from it or call myself a failure because it's not what it is right now who knows what it's going to be later on that's yeah. the key <laughs> exactly and I, I, yeah. I don't know if you keep seeing these posts on facebook and it used to, to just like really upset me it's like um people who who post oh my family my friends don't support me but these strangers will support me quicker and i'm just like first of all i used to worry about that stuff but here's the thing stop worrying about the people who die showing up and focus on the people that's there because eventually when you start to pop off and you start to get the clicks and the likes and your stuff start blowing up guess who's gonna be in your inbox and talking about telling people who they knew you with and hey, cause. that and the third. <laughs> you can't make people do what they ain't gonna do. Hey, cuz, <laughs> long time no see. I see you right. got that nice car. When you gonna take me for a ride? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, stop worrying about them folks. I, I've, I've been gave up on them a long time ago. The ones who who gonna support gonna support. The ones who ain't ain't. And the ones who gonna watch they gonna watch. And guess what? Just keep doing. You keep shining and keep keep moving and keep pressing on because they ain't gonna stop nothing. Because what God has for you is for you. And as long right. as you're doing what you're supposed to do, you gonna get it. I think I shared this with a guy that was talking about um, launching a podcast, and he was like talking about promoting it and all this stuff and. First thing I said to him was, if you are worried about people watching, like family and stuff like that, you failed already because those people are not going to support you. So family, people that have known you for years and all that stuff, they are not 
going to support you, nor are they entitled to support you. They're not. That's all fine and dandy. You know, and like I said, I still love my family, but that's okay. You know, yeah, exactly. that's okay. Cause I'm still going to talk. I'm still going to do my thing. You know, you're not going to stop me from doing my thing. Oh, my family don't like me. No, because I tell you like this. I was doing stage plays long before this. And you know what? I had one cousin that showed up for me. It was our own production. <laughs> me and my buddy Graham. Shout out to Graham if you're listening. But me and my buddy Graham put together. Me, me, my buddy Graham and his brother Gene. Shout out to Gene as well. Uh, put together our own play. Did our own thing, and I had one family member, one family member show up for me. And then, you know, the other people that showed up for me, it was church family that showed up for me, you know? And that was crazy because, you know, you expect for somebody like uh, aunt or uncle or somebody to see what you're actually doing. Because at that time, I had been doing it for a while. I had done multiple stage plays. I had even done a stand-up set, you know? but it was family, friends, and strangers that I've met throughout the years that showed up for me more than my own family, you know? Yeah. So now that I'm doing the podcast, I don't expect for y'all to listen. You know, if you family, shout out to you. I, I thank you for listening, but I don't expect for y'all to listen, you know, and I'm grateful that y'all, y'all are, if your family listening, but if you don't, it's not no skin off my back because it's not like the first time. And that's what I'm saying. That's why God brought all that into my remembrance, because back then, if family didn't support me, I probably would have been bugging out, showing up at everybody's house like, yo, put this shirt on. Right. Wear this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you better listen to my shit. <laughs> right. But now I'm like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm still doing me, you know what I'm saying? We still, your support group podcast, and that's not going to change. So, right. yeah. So if, you, if you're if you one of those people out there that's feeling bad about people not supporting you, then fine. Like, share, subscribe, and we'll do the same back. How about that? Right. Follow for follow. <laughs> <laughs> subscription for subscription. <laughs> Look, I'm not asking for that, but... <laughs> I'll definitely check out your stuff. You check out my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't I don't want nobody to feel, you know, obligated to anything when it comes to this. You know, I always wanted to do something like this. I just don't think I had the the whereas the mind to do it. But now that I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, this is this is not that bad. You know? Right. So plus you want people to um you want to get your following organically anyway, because when I used to, um, when I first started TikTok and people were like, follow me, I follow you back. And I'm like, what is all these videos about? Why you want to follow me? Why you want, if you just get people to follow you, are they really watching your content though? Because what's the good about having 20,000 followers if only a hundred people are engaging in your content? I want people to subscribe and I want people to, to listen to the content if you feel it's doing something for you because at the end of the day, right. if you're not engaging the content, you're just there as an empty number anyway. You're not doing anything to help exactly. address the, the platform. Right. So that's right. another thing you have to think about too. Yeah. I mean, you can you can have a bunch of subscribers, but if only 10% of those subscribers are watching, 
then it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no skin off your back, but it, that's the way, that's the way it works. Like even with our YouTube channel, you know, we don't, we don't have a bunch of people who subscribe watching it, but they're still there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a different format. They're still there. They just all just pop in at different times. You know, I see videos start trending upwards out of the blue and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Well, those are the people that's catching up, you know? So yeah. everything has its season or reason to it. Um, but if you're, if you're just going out here and just getting a whole bunch of subscribers who aren't really attaching themselves to your content or watching your content, then that's, that's a big issue. You know what I'm saying? You always want those people that going to enjoy your stuff, whether that's 10 or 10,000. Right. Um, and I just think that people just really need to take their time and focus on the journey and enjoy the journey and and be happy with what you have. You know, it's a lot of people out there like right now, it's like I said, it's so many things happening in the world right now. I mean, companies are just closing doors, not telling people nothing. Nothing. I heard a story about a furniture company. You know, they I think they sent out messages to the people and some of the people didn't get the message and they still showed up and the doors was closed and everything. It was just a mess. And you can imagine. I mean, even look at look at look at Twitter, you know, I mean, Twitter is about at its last stand. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's because. Yeah, that's because of, you know, shall I say poor management, Elon? Yes, because just because you got money don't mean you know what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, that's another point, too, um, a, sense of, a sense of entitlement. Um, just because you're used to having or used to winning doesn't mean that you're going to win at everything. Some things you're going to have to take a backseat on. Some things you're going to slip up on. Some things you're going to make a mistake on. But as right. long as you work at it, it doesn't become a failure. And I always feel like when I look at Elon, for example, Elon Musk, I always feel like he had that silver spoon in his mouth and he got a couple of wins in real quick. And yes. now that Twitter is failing, he's like, oh, well, I, I, I don't know what is really going on here. But I just want to run the company um, the way it should be ran and give everybody their freedom of speech. Well, it's other parameters that you are unaware of that you didn't take into context. You know, right. it's the safety portion. It's, you know, the non-discriminatory portion. You know, you, you got to take all these concepts into, you know, even even Tesla. He didn't start Tesla. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody else started Tesla. He just jumped on the bandwagon and, and bought the company afterwards. Yeah. So, you know, when you're, when you're one of those people who look at things like that and think that you're supposed to get ultimate or instant success or gratification, it's not going to happen. You got to, you got to work at things, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't have Elon Musk bag. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have $84 billion just to pee away in the wind. You know, I don't know. Did he pay $84 Because that's basically what he's doing right now. He's just peeing it off in the wind. Like, he's just yeah, tearing up a company. Yeah. Standing at the top of the building just eating everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get some. You get some. Uh, little sprinkles on your forehead. Yeah. Feel the musk power. <laughs> People walking by like, 
is there a writer? But <laughs> because you have mm-hmm. to have the wherewithal, like even if you are you are a business person, you have to hire people who understand that particular business line. You can't just go in there and be like, oh, I got money. I'm about to make this thing work. It doesn't work that way. Smart businessmen know to hire people that to do exactly. that out while you just sit exactly. back and collect the funds, reap the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. That's called capitalism. <laughs> it's a whole nother subject. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But at the end of the day, don't look at what you don't have. I mean, you know, I, I tell anybody this story. You know, I grew up on 155 Bergen Avenue in Jersey City. There was a hole cut in the ceiling because the 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 super didn't want to fix the leak. I couldn't take a bath. You know, um, we had a black and white TV that we changed with pliers. Um, there was roaches and rats running through the apartment. And to look at that and say, I can grow into this where I'm at now, you know, I, I can never look at a situation and be like, oh, well, I'm a failure and I'll never grow into what I want to be. No, no. And, And you should look at your past situations and say, I grew from that. I got stronger. You know, my life is better now. And Continue to grow as a person until you you meet that finish line or that goal at the end and be satisfied with what you have at this moment. Because even back then, we had food, we had clean clothes, and we had shelter. Yes, we did. So. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If nobody told you today that they love you, we do. If you haven't had an opportunity, go check out our other playlists. We talk like this on a regular basis. Sometimes we throw in a little bit of newscasting things, but hey, you know, we talk about life and life is in the news. <laughs> so, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's in the news. So check out our other episodes, our playlists here, there, or wherever it's at right now. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out.